Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Hey, thanks for joining me again today. I want to continue talking about uh, the guys that were healed, the guy that was healed, who was lowered through the, the roof, which we talked about yesterday out of Mark chapter 2. And I just want to kind of finish that message up. But if you didn't turn in yesterday, we talked about these this room that was so crowded in Capernaum that that these four friends brought this man, layman, and went on top of the roof, dug it out, and lowered him to Jesus. And Jesus not only healed him, but said his sins were forgiven, which caused a little controversy within some of those people of the law. But Jesus spoke very straightforward to him and said, I have the authority to do that. And then he changed his life. Well, God wants to change all our lives. Our Heavenly Father, I pray you change each of our lives. We want to serve you. We want to walk with you. We want you to be our God. And God, I pray you just direct us every single day. As we walk through life, give us courage to be men and women of God. Give us courage to stand up for truth of the Bible. God, may the Bible be our our sword and our shield. And Lord, may the spirit of the living God fall so afresh in our lives that we know that we are led by you. I pray that you'd lead people. Pray they'd be involved in local congregations that are changing their lives. God, that we would seek you above all else. Thank you, Lord, for being with us today. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Something to notice about what the passage said yesterday. It says, when Jesus saw the faith, he was healed. But when he saw the faith, it wasn't the faith of the man, they, the lame man they laid they brought down to Jesus, but, it's, but it was the faith of his friends. He said their faith, he was healed. You see, that is why we have to pick up the banner of faith for our friends and family who may not know Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. They may, may not believe. So we can pray believing God will not just touch them physically, but touch them spiritually. That's why prayer is so vitally important. We have to pray for those in our family that are lost. Those are friends of ours that are lost because they don't have the faith to believe. It's going to be your faith that will help bring them to know Jesus Christ, and eventually they will have that faith. Let's just take a moment to ponder those lame man's friends. Just think about the four guys that cared so much about this guy that they brought them to Jesus. Because results in believing, folks, causes response. And here's some qualities we see in these four men that I want us to look at. The lame man's friends, they were committed. They were determined to do whatever it took to get their friend before Jesus. Think of the obstacles they had to navigate. Their friend was paralyzed. They didn't have a wheelchair probably in that day, at least any kind of modern wheelchair. So they, they could only carry their friends. So they had to carry him up probably the back steps of the house and lay him on the mat and lower the mat with ropes. They had to put all that together. When they got to the house, of course, they had to navigate. They said the the crowd was huge. They had to navigate around the crowd with this man and squeeze through these people to get to the roof. It It wasn't an easy thing to do. At this point, they could have said, you know, I'm not going to go through this large crowd and try to figure out how to get him to Jesus. Too much bother. (laughs) <laughs> kind of like last week, I had some missionaries in town from Egypt, and uh, I wanted to take them to Fancy Freeze downtown. You know, we take all our friends from out of town down to Fancy Freeze for ice cream. But there was a huge line, as there always is in Fancy Freeze. And you know what? Would you think that would stop me, that the seven cars in line? 
<laughs> well, a matter of fact, it did. Remember, my issue is with patience. I just couldn't wait that long. We moved down the road, and we did. We gave up giving our friends ice cream because I didn't have patience to stay in line. And I got to tell you something else. Uh, about oh, three days later, we took other people back to Fancy Freeze to get ice cream, and we stood in line. I mean, we were in the same line, probably five or six cars, and it took 30 minutes. I think Fancy Freeze needs to get it together and get people through that line faster. They apologized when we got up there, but I was like, oh, my goodness. I have no patience for that. But you know what? But it didn't stop these men. It didn't stop these men. They couldn't get up there or they had to fight through this crowd. They knew it was that important. They were determined because their faith was so strong in Jesus Christ. Folks, is your faith so strong in Jesus Christ that you're determined to lead your family and friends to Jesus Christ? That you're going to show them God's truth? You're going to live out God's truth in front of them. You're going to be strong enough to invite them to visit your church with you. You're going to be strong enough to encourage them to be a part of a family of God somewhere. For us to be effective for Jesus, we must take whatever it takes mentality. We have to have whatever it takes. What is something that you have done that takes that mentality? Was it getting a project done around your house? Saying, man, I just got to get this done. I was just on the phone between my shows that I was, uh, my daughter had called me. She moved to Pocatello going to Idaho State. I'm very proud of her. But she was telling me about this cabinet her and her husband bought for the kitchen. And and my wife is tremendous at putting those things together. I mean, she, she can take anything out and put it together. I am horrendous at that. And so is my daughter. My son-in-law is a little better, but she said, we worked three hours last night trying to put this little thing together, and it's still in pieces on our floor. I thought to myself, I wish mom was there because my wife could do that in no time because she has patience and she understands instructions. But, you know, or or do you, would you have mentality to, to deal with your finances? You're struggling with finances. That you get on a positive course? Do you have a uh, mentality that no matter what, I'm going to make it through? You know? If it is, you know, if maybe it's a better relationship with your spouse or family, are you determined to see that through? How determined are you? Successful people know what they have to do and do it. I think you need to hear that again. Successful people know what to do, or they know what they have to do, and they do it. How much more should we be taking seriously our call to let the world know about the life-changing Jesus Christ? Jesus Christ. My friend Dewey, uh, our new uh, kids pastor, said this. He said he just heard something, and he liked it. He said, if you want to see someone bleed, you must be willing to hemorrhage. And me, I thought a lot about that. In other words, you have to go the extra mile. You have to do more to see someone else know truth. And I think that's true. It's kind of a gross analogy, I guess, but it's, I, I get it. I get what he's saying. You've got to see people go that extra mile. The man's friend, they were creative. When the friends encountered obstacles, they were persistent. They didn't let the people get in the way. They didn't get the big crowd get in the way. They didn't let even that it was in a house and Jesus was in the middle of the house get away. But they didn't trample down the crowd or kick, kick open the doors. They found a way to get the man to Jesus. People, we need to find ways to get people to Jesus, get people to believe in Jesus. The Bible says for us to go to heaven, we must believe that Jesus Christ is Lord. All those who believe in Jesus Christ will be saved. Saved from what? Eternal damnation is saved from not going to heaven? Yes. 
We need to focus on ideas that open up ministry doors. And I talk about that with our staff and uh, leadership. We have to open up doors to minister to our community. We just recently did a little uh, thing to try to encourage our our um, our first responders. We took up gifts of $5 gift cards, gift certificates, all sorts of restaurants and things to give and put a card and give to our fire department and our sheriff's office. We did that because we want to know we care about them. We're praying for them, and we're very proud of them. I'm very proud of our law enforcement officers. I'm so thankful that God has given us, our church, an opportunity to be able to host a break room for law enforcement offices officers. I just think it's so vital that we we love them and because I so appreciate that they watch over us and take care of us. And we know in America we've got a weird things going on with that. But we've got to start focusing on things that we how we can help reach our community and change our community. If we all uh, let rejections rejection dictate our lives, we will never be all God intended us to be. We're going to be rejected by people. There's no question about it. When you share the love of God, some people are not going to receive it. Continue to do it. Continue to love people. The man's friends, they were courageous. Tearing off someone's roof, that is courageous. You know, I can't even imagine somebody pounding on my roof and all of a sudden, what is somebody doing here? But when you start seeing the power of God, and it said these people's lives that watched the man get up and walk away were changed forever. You know, People, we're interrupted from time to time in life, but some interruption's good. And if it's about Jesus Christ and about knowing him, I can tell you this, it's good. Courage is not the absence of fear, but rather the presence of something greater than fear. And folks, that presence is Jesus Christ in your life, the Son of God, believing the power of Jesus Christ that gave these men the courage to do what they needed to do. Can you imagine what you could do if you lived with the commitment and creativity and courage that the Lord is willing to give you? We all could be a force for the cause of Jesus. And I want to be that force. I want to be people, I want people to know the love of Jesus Christ and how he will change their life. I want them to know our Heavenly Father, how God Almighty, who created us, created us for a purpose. We cannot do it on our own. We need to listen to Paul and listen to the the people that God has laid out in his word. Listen to Paul in, in chapter 5 of 2 Corinthians, verses 14 and 15. He says, For Christ, Christ's love compels us because we are convinced that one died for all, and therefore all died. And he died for all that those who live should no longer live for themselves, but for him who died for them and who was raised again. Notice what he says here. Christ's love compels us. The word compel means a sense of duty. Christ's love gives us a sense of duty to fall in order with him, to believe in him, to trust in him. It's not obligation. It's not out of guilt. It's not out of a pastor or a bishop or a priest's sermon. It's Christ's love that compels us to bring our friends and family to the feet of Jesus. I hope we all have a close encounter with our Lord and with our Savior, Jesus Christ, and that it will move us to respond in the direction that God has for you. God has a wonderful plan for your life. Are you willing to follow it? 
Are you willing to listen? Are you willing to be obedient? He loves you. I hope you have an incredible day. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.